This is episode 21 with Kate Erickson. G'day legends and welcome to Your Life of Impact, where we connect with world-class athletes and coaches, health experts and enthusiasts, inspiring entrepreneurs and community leaders, all to teach you how to tap into your inner excellence. I'm your host, Brett Robbo, and I'm extremely grateful you're joining us today on your impactful journey. Erickson is the content manager, community leader, and implementer of awesome ideas for Entrepreneur on Fire, which is a multi-million dollar empire that boasts one of the world's most successful podcasts and a product ecosystem of abundance. Kate has a marketing and advertising background, an English degree, and a deep passion for entrepreneurship, and realized after all those years in these industries that she didn't need corporate America to determine her worth for her. I'm proud to have her on the podcast as another inspirational female who has had a huge impact in my life as an amazing mentor. I often speak about mentors appearing in people's lives without the mentor even understanding their direct impact in that person's life. Part of the multi-million dollar empire that Kate and her partner John Lee Dumas have created is called Podcaster's Paradise and it's the reason I was able to get this very podcast off the ground. In this episode, you will learn how productivity and efficiency can be optimized to help you create success, the one key factor to nourish relationships in business and in your personal life, and the huge importance of investing into a coach and how Kate attributes conquering her introvert fears and business inadequacies to investing into paid coaches and mentors. If you haven't realized already, this is a common theme with all the influential and successful legendary humans we've had on this podcast, and also millions of others in many different disciplines around the globe. Coaching, investing into coaching to help you achieve your goals and visions. Remember, wherever you go, there you are. So you might as well take the best version of yourself with you. If you are serious about investing into the best version of yourself or know someone in your family or community who you are keen to help tap into their inner excellence, then jump onto yourlifeofimpact.com forward slash coaching or email me directly at brett at lifeintentional.com.au and let's dominate your goals together. Kate, I just want to say a massive, massive gratitude-filled thank you to you because you and your partner, John Lee Dumas, or JLD, helped me create and grow this very podcast that you're on right now. And I've been listening to you guys for years and been addicted to podcasts for years. And I invested into your business called Podcasters Paradise, that amazing community. And I followed the process step-by-step and it has allowed me to create this evolving product of value and to have you on the podcast right now is an absolute blessing because I'm also very inspired by female leaders and influencers. So I just want to say thank you and welcome to your life of impact. 
Wow. You're very welcome, Brett. I really appreciate the kind words. We're so happy to have you in the Paradise family and congratulations on your podcast. Thank you very much. It's a, It's been a short journey so far, but an exciting one. And I'm uh, very optimistic about the future because like I said, I just followed your guys step, uh, guides step by step and I can see why it works. Awesome. Now, you haven't been in this industry forever, and we'll dive into that business side of it a bit more as we move forward, but can you give us a bit of a brief snapshot of leaving your uh, corporate work and then taking the leap into the entrepreneurial world? Yeah, so I've actually had what I call um, a corporate love affair because I left corporate to start my own business that didn't work out. I went back to corporate and then I left again, which got me to where I am today with John Leah entrepreneurs on fire. So the first time that I left corporate America, I was working in a HR department at a bank and I'd been in the same position for three and a half years, never had a promotion, never had, you know, what I kind of thought I deserved because I was doing all the things right. Um, but I wasn't getting back what I wanted. And I had a, a very nice slap in the face, um, had a very strong aha moment, one of the biggest mindset shifts I've ever had in my life that other people aren't going to give you what you want. You have to go out and get it for yourself. And that was the first time I left corporate America to start my own business called Kate's Copy, which after six months, um, I decided to bury very nicely, although I still do own the, <laughs> the dot com. Um, and then that was I went back to corporate America, was there for one year. And then John Lee launched his podcast and um, that worked out very nicely for both of us. That must have been a quite a hard decision to take that leap. What were some of your greatest fears in that process and how did you work through them? When I left my corporate job to join John Lee? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It, it was such a hard decision, Brett, because uh, John and I were boyfriend and girlfriend at the time. We had only been dating. Well, our relationship was kind of crazy. Like <laughs> we actually started dating for the first time ever as fr as friends for one year. Then he moved to Maine and I was living in California. So we were dating long distance and that was the start of our relationship. And then maybe like four months after that, I moved cross country to Maine to live with him. So we were living together, both working corporate jobs. And then he left his corporate job to start the podcast, which at the time I had no idea what that was. <laughs> and I didn't really like follow to the T how he was going to make that work. But lo and behold, about eight months after he shared his idea with me, he started gaining traction and things were going really well for the podcast. As far as we knew, um, he had started generating some recurring revenue with coaching clients. He was starting to be approached by sponsors for the podcast. And so he kind of was like introduced to me the idea, like, hey, I know you're not 100% happy at your job. Like, what would you think about joining me on the team? And honestly, it wasn't something that I had ever thought about before because I was really concerned about what that was going to do to our personal relationship. I'd never worked with a significant other before. And plus, our relationship was still 
quite new. I mean, this is like a year of us dating. Um, and so I was really nervous about it. I was, I was fearful of what it would do to our personal relationship. I was fearful to take another entrepreneurial leap because I proved to myself the first time around that that didn't work out very well for me. And, you know, him and I were taking a big leap together for neither of us to have a quote unquote steady job and to both be all in, like having all our eggs in one basket, so to speak. And I, it was definitely a leap that has paid off very well for you guys. And over at Entrepreneur on Fire, you've created an amazing product ecosystem. And for you personally, I've followed your journey and heard you talk about turning your blog into audio content. And then you guys uh, have written books, you're selling webinar courses, partnering with other professionals and significantly monetizing your affiliate relationship. So this is a bit of a two-part question. How do you prioritize which opportunities to say yes to and which opportunities to say no to from a business sense and what are some steps that you and John take to make sure you guys nourish that loving relationship as much as you nourish your business relationship? Yeah, I love both of these questions. The affiliate one, I think is a big one because we have certainly leveraged our affiliate relationships like way beyond what I ever even knew was possible. <laughs> Um, and when we are choosing who to partner with for affiliate um, activities, I guess you could say, um, I, I will say every one of our affiliate relationships is with somebody that we already have an existing relationship with. So we never receive, you know, emails from somebody who we've never met before, who we've never worked with before, or who we haven't used their product and or service, whatever the affiliate is for. So um, all of our affiliate relationships have grown either from an existing relationship or from us having used the actual product or service for a long time. Um, so it, on to the second part, nourishing our personal relationship in addition to, you know, making sure that, that we're playing nice at work together. Um, this, this has definitely been something that we've practiced from the very beginning. We both knew that, of course, I don't mean to be cliche, but communication is huge. Um, I think we both recognize that from the beginning, just because we know it to be true in every relationship we have outside of each other. So why would it not be true with each other as well? So that was something that we really laid the groundwork for in the beginning. Like, Hey, if there's anything that we disagree about, if there's something that's bothering us about the business, like we need to address it up front. We can't let anything fester or, you know, turn into something more than it should be because we can just talk about it and resolve it right then and there. And something that I think has helped us keep our personal relationship really strong is actually the way that we manage our business relationship, which might sound kind of weird, but John and I handle very different areas of the business. There is very little except for like overarching big business decisions about like the direction and the mission of our business that we work on together. So we have very distinct roles. And I think that's why our relationship works so well, both in the business and outside of the business, because we're never stepping on each other's toes. My strengths are John John's weaknesses and vice versa. So I really think that that has helped us, 
you know, be totally focused and very clear about what our roles in the business are. And therefore, like when we're not working on the business, it's just like fun, personal relationship. Like I love you and, you know, we're off doing our thing. I think it's vitally important for people listening at the moment and the reason I sort of dive down this rabbit hole and really inspired by the fact that you guys do nourish those areas separately and together because the way that the world is evolving partners in uh, in this in their workforce and in loving relationships are so common and I know a lot of couples who they're either doing it or are thinking about doing it and thinking about taking the leap. So I think your advice resonates quite deeply uh, to people who are in the situation and who aren't in the situation. And I also wanted to ask you a little bit more about the move to Puerto Rico and the pros and cons of this because from a personal level, I'm very intrigued because my gorgeous fiance Marie and I are at the beginning of our journey in this space and will now be living in Sweden for five months and I've quit my full-time job to dive deep into this podcasting and entrepreneurial world and I just recently realized that this podcasting journey and interviewing amazing people like yourself and everyone that I've had on the show and coming up is in fact a little bit like a personal coaching and mentoring tool to me for my life and you know it's aligned with my number one goal of consistently providing an abundance of value to the listeners but I'm intrigued to hear some of the pros and cons around that move away from the mainland for you guys in a business and relationship sense. Yeah, well, Brett, congratulations on your guys' upcoming move. That's going to be very exciting. And, um, you know, whether it's kind of like a a five-month thing or an ongoing like half and half time in one area versus time in another area, I think it's really important to – on one side, it's tough because I think it's really important to kind of take that leap. And when you don't know what's going to happen, embrace that because that's where and when life happens. But at the same time, you, of course, want to take calculated risks because (laughs) when you don't know what's going to happen, that's really scary. And that was certainly the case for myself and John when we decided to make the move to Puerto Rico. Um, One thing that's a huge benefit for us as United States citizens is that Puerto Rico is considered a territory of the United States. And so unlike some of the other areas that we had considered moving, like, I mean, we were full on thinking, let's take off to Europe and let's go find some place in Europe to live. And we just kept coming up uh, to roadblock after roadblock with like visas and like, how do you stay in the country for X amount of weeks? And then you have to leave for X amount of weeks and like what's all involved with that. And so that made Puerto Rico really attractive to us for that reason. We don't have to worry about any of that because we don't even need our passport to travel to and from Puerto Rico. Um, so that, that was a huge plus. We knew that, Uh, of all the other things that we were going to have to be considering in this move, that at least that wasn't one of them. Now, I will say we've come up against a lot of stuff that I didn't expect that we, we never could have prepared for. It's kind of like, you know, you ask somebody what it's like to be a, a new mom or a new dad or to like have a baby. I mean, nobody can prepare you for that. You don't know until you start doing it, what that's actually like. And, you know, it might be kind of silly to compare a move to having a child, but that's, I, I'd imagine that that's probably how it feels. There are just some things that until you experience it, nobody can really 
prepare you for that. And so, you know, we had to move our business here. So our, our company became a Puerto Rico, um, LLC versus like a California LLC. And as you can imagine, there's lots of paperwork involved with that. Um, another thing that we came up against that we weren't prepared for is like our merchant company, our payroll company. Um, a lot of the companies that were servicing us in California, well, they don't support Puerto Rico. So like it's a U.S. territory, but in a lot of ways you feel like another country because there are just so many things not available here in Puerto Rico that, you know, frankly, now we know we were taking advantage of in California. So it's definitely been a journey, but you know, that's the kind of stuff that I believe makes us stronger. It makes our business stronger. It gives us great lessons learned and, you know, it builds our strength as a couple because we're going through this together and we have to lean on each other for support. None of those challenges were on your way. They were all, uh, sorry, in your way. They were all on your way. And I'm glad you said you learn from them. It's <laughs> like anything in life. We learn, grow and develop. And speaking of that, when you started working with John and you were doing a lot of behind the scenes stuff and I've seen you learn, grow and develop from a distance from, from me here in Australia. But seeing you sort of step out over the last few years and start to do your own thing and, and around your own podcast and uh, own speaking engagements. And I've never seen you at uh, a speaking engagement, but I've heard you talk about vulnerability uh, when you do these public speaking gigs. And can you sort of speak about your raw emotions around vulnerability, especially when presenting in public? Yeah, that's, I mean, something that I literally never thought I would do was get up on a stage and deliver a presentation. Um, I'm, I consider myself an introvert. I mean, when I'm in a situation where I'm around a lot of people and it's like a mixer or, you know, a conference or an event or something, I, of course, um, you know, I, I guess I'm a, a little chameleon like that. Like if I'm in this situation, I love it. If I'm not, I'm kind of like, I'd rather not be. <laughs> um, and speaking was just always something that really, really freaked me out. But there are so many opportunities to share our own struggles and the things that have held us back in life. And it really wasn't until I told you about my first mindset shift or my biggest mindset shift. Um, a few years after that, I had the opportunity to attend a transformational training event. And that was my second biggest mindset shift that I've ever had. And it was realizing that I was walking through life invisible and the lessons that I learned at that training and finding that the things that were important to me, that's not how I was being, that really hit me like super hard. And after that is when I pursued starting my own podcast. It's when I pursued my very first speaking engagement. And ever since then, I can't tell you the number of people who have reached out and said that because they heard my story, that they were empowered to tell their story or they were empowered to overcome something that had been holding them back. And I'm really passionate about that because I don't think anybody deserves to walk through life invisible. And I'm, you know, ashamed that I did it for so long, but at the same time, I'm so grateful that I was able to have that experience to 
realized that that's what I was doing because now I can change it. And not only can I change it for myself, hopefully through facing my fears, getting up on stage, starting my own podcast, I can help others do the same. It sounds like you were guided to find your alignment and to to be the light that was always there. And I think that's a really powerful message because I I understand that people it's funny that you say ashamed in that because on reflection but you, you match that ashamed with gratitude. So that's really cool because what I see is that people will go through life and be how they uh, how they know how to be. And it's not until we're actually taught and you said there was that shift through that program uh, and it just started to bring things into alignment for you and create awareness. And what I'm sort of getting at is that there's a lot of things um, that people live out of alignment and incongruently and don't really realize what it means to shine their light. And it wasn't until I started working with a life coach and my own personal spiritual mentor that that all started to fall into place. And then you said you felt like you could be yourself. You were starting to live congruently and be yourself and that being your authentic self and stepping out authentically in itself is such a good guide and a good way to to lead and i think leadership is best presented by any humans on the planet when they're living authentically and it sounds like and it looks like that's what you've been doing over the last few years so congratulations for finding your light and uh and essentially taking the leap because like you said that was you getting out of your comfort zone but then realizing well actually this this is me this is my new uh my new way of being do you have any mentors or coaches that you still invest into these days and I'm interested to know whether you think of mentors and coaches differently yeah well it was it was certainly um, thanks to Lewis house that I was introduced to the training that I participated in so he's very much been a virtual mentor of mine not in the paid sense but you know I follow him I'll listen to his podcast a lot of what he talks about on his podcast are, you know, the things that I've experienced and that I just really resonate with his, um, I guess, mental flow for, I I don't know what better way to say it. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Um, so, I mean, that's the amazing thing about podcasts and the internet in general, Brett, and I'm sure you can relate. There are coaches and mentors for us everywhere. And I think when when people hear the word coach or mentor, they automatically think that somebody's going to expect them to take out their wallet. And don't get me wrong, I think investing in yourself is incredibly important. And I've done it multiple times. I don't currently have somebody that I actually pay for coaching or um, mentorship. But I've had several over the past few years that have really made a huge difference for me. And I highly recommend it to anyone, especially if you're just starting out on your entrepreneurial journey, or you're looking to take your journey to the next level, you're trying to get through a roadblock, or maybe Maybe there's like a mindset block or something that you don't even know is there. And, um, you know, sometimes just talking through that, which it sounds like maybe that was your experience, Brett, you said that these coaches that you've had, you know, sometimes they can help you uncover things that you never knew existed. And, you know, that's exactly what this training did for me is 
it put me in a situation to be able to recognize things about myself that I didn't even know were truths. And when we have that knowledge, that's power. So, um, yeah, I, I think very highly of, it's just about finding the right person, you know, and sometimes that can be really tough. I love that you've said Lewis Howes here. I didn't know this, Kate. This excites me because Lewis, <laughs> I've been addicted to listening to podcasts, as I said, for the last couple of years. And Lewis Howes was actually the first podcast that someone introduced me to. And since listening to all of his, and I feel like I've had a very similar experience where you just get so inspired by all these stories and realize, wow, if they can do that, I can do that. Or wow, I didn't know that perception. Or wow, you just get inspired. And then on top of that, okay, what do I need to do to take action to make those kind of changes in my life so yeah i'm excited that it was lewis howes that got you into it are you guys have you done any affiliate stuff with lewis howes yeah, you know, we've, um, I mean, we, we certainly were huge supporters of School of Greatness when he launched the, you know, online community and everything for that. And um, we're huge fans. I mean, John and Lewis have a really close relationship. We're lucky to see Lewis, you know, maybe once a year. Um, it, you know, it's it was a lot easier when we were in San Diego and he was in Los Angeles. But um, yeah, definitely huge proponents of everything that Lewis has going on. He's such an amazing human. And you talked about the power of podcasts and you guys are deep into that and you've experienced it as as a listener and now as a host. And one of the things that I've learned that I picked up on a little while ago that I do is I actually use podcasts like uh, Google now. So when someone says, oh, have you heard of this author? Have you heard of this person? Have you heard of this person? Instead of typing their name into Google, I'll open up the podcast app and type their name into there because I find that when people are on a podcast, they expose... Uh, their vulnerabilities a bit more and you learn more about that person on a podcast than what you do from a blog or their website or anything like that. Yeah, that's a super cool idea. I've actually never done that before, but I love the idea, especially for that personal connection point too. I mean, you get so much more of someone through their voice, right? Like you can actually feel sometimes their emotions. Absolutely. Now, Kate, I'm all about action and I ask all my guests this question to help uh, myself and also the listeners implement something helpful into their lives and I would love to know, what's your advice on what specific action our listeners can take today to become more impactful in their lives and in their communities? Well, I am a... I'm, I'm very much into productivity and efficiency. It's kind of how I work so well, um, I believe. And for me, that means preparing for my day the night before. And so if any of your listeners have never tried this before, I definitely invite you to do so. And this can, again, impact any part of your life, whether it's improving a morning routine or actually creating a morning routine if you don't have one, um, whether it's getting to your computer in the morning and knowing exactly what you're going to work on versus having no idea what you're going to work on. Or maybe it's planning ahead so that you make it to that mixer, that event, that, um, you know, in-person meetup where you can literally meet somebody that's going to change your life. You just never know. So the night before, I always write out what I want to accomplish in my morning routine. I usually have about six or seven things that I do every single morning. I give myself a um, goal for my start time and a goal for my end time. And then I also write out the four tasks 
that I want to accomplish that day. So it's just a really great way to one, not only close down the evening, but two, be able to wake up the next morning and never have to guess or waste the most important bandwidth of my day on trying to figure out what I'm going to work on. Brilliant. Now, before we dive into the fast five questions to finish off, I always give my guests a a gift because giving is one of my true core values. And you're in Puerto Rico and at the time of this recording, I'm in Sydney and I'll be in Sweden when we release this. But I have a life tea to give you, which we donate 100% of the profits to chosen charities. And I'm actually going to leave that with one of my best mates who will be at the We Are podcasting event that you're coming to in Australia. So you will receive one of our teas. And so I wanted to say a thank you and uh, give you that for making the time to come on to the podcast. And I have a two-part question. So where can our listeners learn more about you? So social media, website, et cetera, or your podcast. And how can I and the listeners help you on your journey? Oh, that's so awesome. I'm really excited for my tea. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Everything that John and I do is over at eofire.com. So that's our headquarters where you can learn more about the podcast and everything that we've got going. And you can help support me and your listeners can help support me by sharing this episode with you and I, Brett, um, with a friend who you think could benefit from the conversation that we've had today. Brilliant. Okay, so the fast five questions to finish off. Now, don't give yourself too much time to think about it. You can just let it flow. What's one habit you wish you could change? Um, sleeping in. What makes you feel absolutely pumped and exhilarated and energized? Uh, going on a run first thing in the morning. Have you ever washed a dog? <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh, there's not many people on the <laughs> podcast that haven't washed a dog. Oh, wow. We'll have to uh, make my, that happen. My family was a cat family. <laughs> there you go. Fair enough. Okay. Kate Erickson has never washed a dog. Interesting. <laughs> What's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Trust your gut. And what are you most grateful for in your life right now? I am so grateful for our home in Puerto Rico and the community that we have here. Um, It's just been a really beautiful experience and there's so, so much that I miss about home. I miss my family terribly, but I'm really grateful and living in the moment of our experience here. Kate Erickson, you're a legend. You're a peaceful warrior in the entrepreneurial world and an inspiration to women and men around the world. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much. That was great. I'm so happy we connected. I'm just sad we're not going to see you in Australia, but I can't wait to hear about Sweden. You'll have to keep me posted. Be beautiful. Beautiful. As Kate said, if you think this episode will benefit someone or a community that you know, please share it and create that ripple effect and empower them to stop walking through life invisible. I'm also excited that Kate's partner, JLD, who we spoke about, will be on an upcoming episode and we dive more into his horrific past in the war in Iraq and his lessons learned that have helped he and Kate create their empire. Check out all the show notes for everything we spoke about, including your opportunity to invest into your best self through online coaching with me. This is how successful and influential people like Kate have busted through their fears and dominated their goals. I operate with my life coach and mentors from all around the world via online platforms. Jump onto yourlifeofimpact.com forward slash coaching or email me directly at brett at lifeintentional.com.au and let's enhance your resilient and abundant mindset. 
If you like this episode, please jump onto your podcast app and give us a five-star review. This helps immensely for me to be able to continue delivering value to you. It doesn't matter what app you're using, whether it's Apple Podcasts, which is formerly known as iTunes Podcast, whether it's Podcast Addict or Stitcher or whatever it is. You guys subscribing and downloading each episode is what keeps this podcast alive. And also, please share with your friends, your family, your community, and everyone you believe will benefit from this podcast. Don't forget to give me your feedback on what you loved and what you want to hear more of, so what value I can help bring into your reality. Reach out to us on social media, so Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Life for Excellence. That's at L-I-F-E-F-O-R-X-L-N-S. And you can also find us at Your Life of Impact. And as always, remember, this is your life journey, your life of impact.